Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. I hope your week has started off great, and if it hasn't, hopefully this episode will get your week started. Thank you all who listened last week as we were trying to finish the leadership alphabet before we close down season one. So for those of you who didn't catch last week's episode, at the end of this month, we will be ending season one and taking a little break until we get back in season two on next year. So I wanted to just jump into the next the next four letters in the leadership alphabet. And so that's going to be Q-R-S-T. Here we go. I think somebody out here needs to hear this today. Like, hear me and hear me loud and clearly. You are qualified. Yes, that Q is for qualified. You are qualified. You deserve to be where you are today. Now, this statement is not true for everyone, but I'm talking to you. And hear me when I say you are qualified. It is now your job to show how qualified you are by the quality of what you produce, the quality of people that you produce, the quality of the work that you produce, the quality in how you make people feel, the quality in what you do, not the quantity of what you do, not the quantity of what you produce, not the quantity of people that you produce, but the quality of what you produce. So if you're dealing with some imposter syndrome, if you're thinking that you don't belong and you you got different things, forget all of that. You are supposed to be here. You are qualified. Of course, we're going to always be our biggest critic, but don't second guess yourself. You are supposed to be here. And honestly, that's all I got to say about the qualifications piece of it, because you know where you are. You know how you got there. And I'm just telling you, I wanted to just drop by to remind you that you are qualified and you deserve to be where you are. So the R is for respect. And I'm going to say this right now. I know that I'm in the minority with this, but I really don't subscribe to the belief that respect is earned and not given or to get respect. You have to give respect. And the reason I feel that way is because I believe trust is earned, not respect. I believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt until they give me a reason not to. See, I'm a firm believer in respect, respects, respect. Yes, I I just said that. Respect, respects, respect. And simply put is that if we all respect each other, then there will be no room for disrespect. And when you really think about it, when you really break it down, that whole respect talk, it's kind of an ego thing. Like, think about it. If we believe someone must respect us before we respect them, then that's 
that displays a slightly inflated sense of self. Like, I believe that if we go in and we respect other people just because they are someone else and we ourselves want to be respected, go ahead, be a great human being and show respect. Give them that respect. Give them the opportunity to respect you. Show them that you set the standard. You set how they interact and encounter with you. Because if you go in with the mindset of, oh, I'm not going to respect you until you give me respect. Then, I mean, we have fights and disagreements and a whole bunch of disrespect going on. But at the end of the day, we are all people trying to survive this thing called life and we all need some help along the way. So if we just change our mindset, go away from that, I would say toxic belief that respect is earned and not given. And in order to get respect, you got to give it. No, like give respect so it can be reciprocated because for whatever reason, somebody may be coming in with that same mindset. But the fact that you show respect to them, regardless of who they are, where they are, what they look like, what they have on the position that they have, it doesn't matter whatever your relationship is to them. If you show them respect, it's going to be very hard for somebody not to reciprocate that respect to you. So you take the lead and you be the respectful person. You be the respectful person. And like I said, respect, respect, respect. And honestly, if somebody that you meet for the first time and you're being respectful and they don't respect you, they're very disrespectful. They're going to look crazy. Like they're going to look like the fool. You're not going to get blasted. They're going to get blasted. So just keep that in mind. Everybody want to be respected, but you can set the tone by showing that respect and giving that respect first. So, so moving on to, to S, I want to talk about being selfless and, and the, and the importance of service. And I want to talk specifically about being a servant leader. And so Marcel Schwantes, he I was reading an article a couple of weeks ago and he talked about some of the misconceptions or really the myths of being a servant leader. And so I want to read some of them to you because as he points out, these aren't true. And when you really think about it, a lot of people that may be against the whole servant leadership approach, they don't really know what servant leadership is. Like they take that word servant and they define it to be what they think. They look at it as truly like a servant instead of somebody that has the opportunity to serve others. And instead of taking advantage of that opportunity to serve others, they don't do it. And as a result, hey, they they struggle. So. So what he so some of the some of the things that he points out about servant leaders that are misconceptions or myths are servant leaders are doormats that they're pushovers for employees to take advantage of them. That's simply not true. The next thing he says is servant leaders are nice bosses that spend all day walking the halls with a fixed smile, taking orders from employees who will eventually expect it and feel entitled to it. Again, that's not true. Servant leaders are subservient, slaves to the environment, hence submissive, passive, and unassertive. Again, that's not true. And if that's what you think servant leadership is, then you have the wrong idea of what a servant leader is. And you probably haven't seen 
a servant leader. So if you're seeing some of these traits, these people may not be servant leaders. They may actually be weak leaders, but they're not servant leaders who are doing it right. And if they're saying they're servant leaders and these are the traits in which they are displaying, well, I'm telling you right now, Marcel is telling you right now, those are not what servant leaders are. That is not who they look like. He then goes on to say that servant leaders are weak leaders or soft because they want to serve. Therefore, they can't handle tough situations or work bullies or deal with high pressure or conflict. Again, that's not true. And then lastly, he points out servant leadership is a religious concept and therefore it has no place in the corporate setting. Again, that's not true. Like there have been studies done and that shows that servant leadership actually lowers the turnover rate. There's studies that have been shown that servant leadership leads to higher morale. It leads to higher productivity. And so servant leadership, when done right, and to be honest, a lot of people are moving more towards that servant leadership style because it's been so productive, because it's been so good to people. And when you finally and truly learn how to be a servant leader, like you get to use that to your advantage as a servant leader in your company, your family, your organization, your team, your business, your like everybody succeeds. Everybody thrives because of the environment, because of the tone that you're setting. It's kind of like this, like when you put others first, like they put your needs first. And when your needs are first, that works in the favor of everyone because your needs are the things that matter, that make your family better, that make the team better, that make the company better, the service better, the committee or the board better. Service leads to success. And see, if you're a servant leader, Nine and a half times out of 10, it also means that you're not a selfish leader. It means that you're a selfless leader. And so being selfless gets more done than being selfish. See, as a leader, you should be striving to help others get to where they want to go. And the reason for this is because a lot of people have their own personal goals and they want to achieve certain things personally and professionally. So if you invest time, and you and, and you assist them in obtaining their goals while they are working with you, it will help your team go a long way because as they're achieving and they're accomplishing, they're a part of your team. That's going to get things done for your team. And so as they're being successful, your team is being successful because all of the good is being contributed to the one goal or the two goals that the company has, that the business has, that the family has. And so it's going to work out for everyone, but also with you investing time in them, it's going to help them get their personal goals. And because they have ownership over their ideas and they see that you are invested and care about them, they're going to, they're going to be motivated to continue to do great things. And when that opportunity comes for them to be promoted or to leave and go somewhere else and be a leader of their own in their own right, You'll be able to sit back and say, hey, I was able to assist them and serve them in a way to help them accomplish their goal or help them get closer to their goal. Think about that. It's all about perspective. Like I said in the episode before, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's what the great Wayne Dyer said. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so today I want to close with the tease talking about the importance of being thoughtful and thorough. In my opinion, they go hand in hand. Being thoughtful is simply showing consideration of the needs for others. And another way as it pertains to the work that we do is actually showing 
careful consideration or attention to something. See, as a leader, people should feel like you care and have their best interest in mind. I talked earlier this year about how communication is key, but care is keen. So if people know that you care and have their best interest in mind, they're not going to mind doing different things for you. Going back to that service leadership, your people, they should know that you care about them as a human, not just as a means to an end. Small thank yous and acknowledgments, they can go a long way. You'd be surprised. But being thoughtful also pertains to the work that you do. You should not constantly make hasty decisions. You should think big picture. You should think in the short term. You should think also in the long term. You should consider everything, at least to the best of your ability and to your, and to your knowledge base. When you think about it, thought itself takes effort. So I'm, I'm telling you, when it comes to making a decision, when it comes to what you do, slow down. Everything is not a rush. Your people, they'll notice. And you don't want to produce sloppy work. You don't want to make questionable decisions. And you don't just want to bark out unrealistic orders. But in that same vein, be thorough. You have to be thorough. You're the leader. So you have to be thorough. Do your homework. It's nothing to do a little bit more research. It's nothing to just ask another question or two. Your people know. Like, ask them. Don't guess. Like, why are you out here making educated guesses when the answers to the test may be right there in that office or that office? Go down, pick up the phone, send, send an email, and ask. So you're making the best decision that you have. So you have all the information you need to make an informed decision. I'm sure you much rather take your time and get it right the first time instead of having to go back and fix it later. The odds are it's going to take you much longer to fix the mess than the time it would have taken you to follow up or be more thorough to get it right the first time. When you are thorough, it shows that you care about what you are doing. And better yet, it shows that you know what you are doing. Competence as a leader is important and thoroughness helps with that. I said it two weeks ago, like it's great to have all these leadership traits and for everybody to think the world of you. But if you don't know anything, if you don't know how to get the answer, if you're not competent in what you do, then it it really doesn't matter. Your people are not going to follow you. They're going to start going to other people. And I was listening to this audio book by Adam Grant called Power Moves earlier this week. And they were talking about really just the dynamics and just kind of some of the stereotypes and misconceptions of men leaders versus women leaders. And they were like, a lot of times people mistake confidence for competence. And I'm like, man, that's a sermon. A lot of times people mistake confidence for competence. And that doesn't mean anything just because somebody has their chest puffed out and they're talking loud and it seems like they know what they're talking about. It doesn't mean that they are competent in what they're doing. And so a lot of times we look at those brash leaders that are the most charismatic or seems like they know what's going on and have it all together as competent. But in reality, they're just confident and they don't really know as much as we think they know. And so that was something that really, you know, really stuck with me and spoke with me. And I think as we view men and women leaders, a lot of men, we're bad to just show up confidently and not understand that we're not as competent 
as we think we are. And so we try to look the part, but we're not truly the part like a lot of our women colleagues and leaders are. So again, competence as a leader is important and thoroughness helps us with that. Now, listen, you are not perfect and you never will be, but people can easily tell the amount of effort you put into something. So be thoughtful and thorough in all that you do. You can thank me later because your people will appreciate it now. So just to recap on everything that we covered today. First, I want you to remember and repeat to yourself. Know this for the rest. Say this for the rest of the week. Say this for the rest of the month. Say this for the rest of the year. You are qualified to be where you are. Produce quality over quantity. You are qualified. Number two. Remember, respect, respects, respect. When there is nothing but respect in the room, then there is no room for disrespect. Get that ego out of the way. Number three, selfless servant leadership leads to success. Yes, selfless servant leadership leads to success. And lastly, being thoughtful and thorough will take you much further than you expect. So thank y'all for listening. I hope that y'all got some nuggets. I hope y'all got some good takeaways. And until next time, be the leader that your peers need to see. Do you have something to say that the world needs to hear? Of course you do. I felt the same way. And that's why I started this podcast. I started my podcast five months ago and have been heard in over 140 cities in 21 different countries. That's only possible because my podcast host is Buzzsprout. They make it easy to upload your podcast and get them listed on all the major platforms. If you're looking to spread your message to the world, I highly recommend Buzzsprout. I've put a link in the show notes. And if you start an account with Buzzsprout using that link, they'll know that I sent you and they will send you a $20 Amazon gift card. Join over 100,000 podcasters already making the impact around the world using Buzzsprout to help get their message out there. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, check out my Patreon page for more. You can get leadership tips of the week, shout outs on the show, any new digital downloads, ebooks, or you can join me for our weekly book club reading. Click the link in the show notes to become a patron now. I look forward to building a community with you.